Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bottomless Coffee. And you know, don't look at the calendar. Don't freak out, you didn't miss a date. We are off our normal schedule with a very special episode and a special topic that some of you are gonna find interesting and that's gonna raise some of your eyebrows. Um, we're gonna be talking about butts today. <laughs> I have got the founder of Cheeky Charity and the founder of the hashtag March Your Butt Movement, David Russo, with us today. Hey, David, how's it going? Hey, uh, it's going great. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Uh, I'm really excited too. This is uh, this is just really fun, like a really exciting way to raise awareness for something that's pretty serious. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's going to get a lot of positive attention. But let's let's talk through it. What is hashtag March Your Butt? all about all right well thank you um so march your butt is a social movement that's premised on like a grassroots initiative where we get try to get people from all over the world to like you said post photos of their butt on social media and the premise of it is that while they're doing it they put in information in the captions and they put in our special uh, peach heart logo on their photos to show uh, awareness and to get information out about colorectal cancer Okay, color, can you say that in colorectal cancer? Colorectal cancer. So yeah, the industry, they've combined colon cancer and rectal cancer um, to try to unify the, uh, the mission for awareness and research on these initiatives. Okay, so I've, I've had a few minutes to think about this. And is it like, hashtag march your butt to the doctor? Or is it hashtag March your butt? Like, what is it? Or yeah. is it? Because it's the month of March? Exactly. Yeah. So that was, it was the original play on those two things. So it's March and March your butt to the doctor. Get out there. Um, we have gotten a lot of people saying like, when's the March? And we're like, no, 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 no. There's not actually a March, at least not for this year. It's a good idea. And I think 2023, there's going to be some big things going on for movements or hikes, walks, runs, who knows? But uh, this year, we're sticking to the uh, just march your butt to the doctor. Make that appointment to get checked out. That's so funny. Um, you know, that's such a good idea doing like the like a bike race or a parade or something. I think they've got like the underwear subway ride in New York comes to mind. Yep. I think there's an underwear bike ride in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm loving what you're doing. I'm loving the idea. I don't really know a lot about colorectal cancer so like okay how bad is it i know this is going to be serious so yeah no that's the crazy thing is that to be honest like i have a family history of it and i did not really know much about it either but it is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in the well in the world um it's got around estimated to be over fifty thousand people died of colorectal cancer last year in the u.s alone nine hundred thousand in the world um if colon cancer was its own like component of death in the US, it would be in the top 10 of all types of death, standalone, just colorectal cancer. So wow. yeah, um, it's, it's crazy. And I think I don't know why. Well, there's a few reasons why I think people haven't been talking about it. Um, for one, it's butts, it's not comfortable to talk about. Um, and it affects a, a tremendous amount of people. There's not like a unifying group that can leverage around it. Um, I mean, breast cancer has women, women have done an amazing job at breast cancer awareness um and we 
yeah. So and it's like this is a testament to how good awareness can be at getting uh, spreading the word and reducing the amount of cases. Yeah. Part of the reason why colorectal cancer deaths are higher than breast cancer is because of how amazing the awareness has been. Uh, another component is uh, breast cancer and testicular cancer that you can check yourself, like the self checks, like checking for lumps or you can notice things. Yeah. Um, colorectal cancer, people are less aware of the symptoms. And if they have the symptoms, they're just not aware of what they are to recognize, okay, this is something where I need to get checked. Okay. Well, do you know what the symptoms are? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, what are they? Because <laughs> now I'm worried. I go, oh. <laughs> I know, right? No, 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 no. And um, there's a few main symptoms. It's, uh, so blood in the stool, okay. uh, nar narrow poop. So if you think about it, uh, colon colorectal cancer, there's something that's growing in the colon, and it's basically tightening up oh, sure. the space. And so if your stool, if your poop is thin and narrow, it means that there's something, you know, causing it to be that way like an obstruction yeah exactly so it's not um that that in itself isn't uh it might be something else and and whatnot but um if it's happening on a regular basis then you should look into getting checked so blood uh change in your stool type not just narrow but if there's just any kind of change from the norm and it's it's, it's not looking suspicious down there yeah yeah exactly uh and abdominal pain uh weak like unexplained okay. weakness or fatigue if you feel tired and lethargic for for no apparent reason, um, which, you know, again, could be a lot of different things, but if you're yeah. seeing a few of these pop up, uh, then you should really, really get checked out. And obviously a family history uh, exacerbates the need to, to take more caution to those things. So how often are you supposed to get like checked for this? Like, do I need to bring this up to my doctor? Is my doctor supposed to be bringing this up to me? You know? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely a little of both. So. The CDC just lowered the guidelines from 50 to 45 for all Americans okay. to be eligible for coverage under their insurance to get tested. Um, and it's just recommended that anybody over 45 should get checked. And then at that point, um, it's generally every five years. Uh, the doctor could talk about it being longer, but what I've heard is five years is the, is the length at which you should get tested. And it depends on the type of test also. So like a colonoscopy, might be five years, but if you do an at-home screening sample test, uh, for whatever reason you can't get the colonoscopy, then it might be every year because it it's not as effective at detecting it. But these are all things, I should premise everything I'm saying with, this is what I've read and... Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just like sitting here uh, taking it all in because I thought I knew a lot about butts, mm -hmm. frankly, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> I'm learning a lot as we go. And you kind of preface this conversation with saying that like, well, this whole conversation is to raise awareness. Like this is a, a major medical issue, a medical concern that a lot of people are not aware of. And I'm, as I'm basking in the knowledge, I'm like, well, how did you find out about this? You know? Yeah. Thanks. It's a good question. And it really, like I said, I have a family history of it. Hmm. So I knew about it. And when I was 32, a few years ago, I had symptoms of colon cancer. Sure. And so I went to a doctor and I had a colonoscopy and they had found a polyp. Uh, they, I don't know if they biopsied it, but they said it wasn't something to worry about uh, and to come back at the next interval. And so I, I had a little bout with it then. Fortunately, everything was okay. Uh, my dad goes in for colonoscopies every five years, and every time they found they find multiple polyps, and we really believe that if screening wasn't a thing, my dad wouldn't be around anymore. 
Um, so it's, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like, and I, I hadn't really thought about it, it until I, I then proceeded to, this is getting into how March your butt started. Sure. Hit us with it. Tell us about it. Sounds good. <laughs> Will do. I was during COVID like many other people, I, I bought a sprinter van and I proceeded to convert it into an RV and so you're in a, you're in an RV right now. I am at, in my RV. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can show oh. you. Oh, we're getting the full tour, everybody. There's the kitchen. Here's the living room. There's the bathroom back there. Um, so, yeah, it was a very short tour, everybody. Uh huh. <laughs> it's very cozy. Um, but but it's nice. I've I've enjoyed it thoroughly. So about a year ago, I finished it and I took off on the road, and I started. Okay. Yeah, I started traveling to national parks around the country. Um, and I know this is a strange tie in to how did I get involved in colon cancer, but I swear there's a there's a connection point. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, where is this going? <laughs> Please do not admit to any federal crimes on this podcast. <laughs> I know, right? All right. No, no, we're good. We're good. I've uh, anyway, on that note. No. Um, so where was I? I was hiking in the mountains around Palm Springs in California. And just for fun, I had taken a, a butt pic uh, because I thought it would be a funny thing to do. And I was alone and I thought my friends back home would get a kick out of it. So sure. yeah, why not? Um, and then later that night, I had a phone call with my parents back home and they had talked about my dad getting a colonoscopy. And so I had those two things in my head as I was also contemplating something I can do while I'm in the woods by myself hiking, which is something I love to do. Uh, how can yeah. I give back to society? How can I do something that improves the world around me and um, just, yeah, give back. And all of a sudden it came like a light bulb where I was like, wait, what better way to promote awareness of colorectal cancer than through a butt pick? I mean, I, I'm not afraid to admit that if I see a butt pick on my feed, then I am going to read the caption <laughs> and Typically, the ones that show up on my feed are not promoting any type <laughs> of public health awareness. So, I mean, I really honestly kudos to you for taking those two things and, and putting them together. Um, and uh, I'm excited to see what hashtag March Your Butt does, <laughs> because I, I think if we're able to get this done, then it is March 1st today. Woo! audience as you're right. listening and so you know mm -hmm. check your check your instagram and i think you're allowed this time to be like hey why aren't there more butts mm -hmm. on my instagram feed seriously and yeah help you could change that yourself just uh put yourself out there now what is your um well we should we should what is your instagram and yeah give us all the details so, yeah what if people want to get involved uh -huh. right? yeah the instagram is cheeky charity so just search Tiki Charity on Instagram, or you can go to cheekycharity.org and see our website, get lots of information and get details on how to participate. There's our, our signature Peach Heart logo that you could download to put over your photo, whether you want it in the corner or whether you want it to cover your butt. And you don't actually have to take a naked butt pic. That's the thing that we're yeah. trying to push out to everybody. Just take a picture of your backside. It could be fully clothed, but when you put the Peach Heart over it, it's cute. And uh, again, just similar to a naked butt, like a, a butt with a peach heart over it also will catch people's attention to be like, why are they doing this? 
<laughs> that's true. That's true. I was thinking about it. I think you could also just do a picture of the sticker uh, and you could probably use the sticker all year long. It doesn't have to be on March 1st or in the mm -hmm. month of March. Um, but if you really want to get uh, the most bang for your butt, then March 1st <laughs> would probably be the day. Thank you. He liked my joke. <laughs> wow. I thought that I had heard all of them. Wow. I that's That's new. Wow. Yeah, you did it. I'm impressed. Okay, I have a suspicion that the joke is not, jokes are not going to get any funnier this segment. So let's take a coffee <laughs> break. Uh, I'm, I'm going to Google another funny pun, and then we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Bivalent boosters are now available. You can schedule your appointment through your primary care physician, or if you're in Minnesota, you can go to the state-run vaccination sites at the Mall of America in Duluth, St. Paul, Rochester, and Moorhead. Disability accommodations are available upon request at those state-run sites. Right now, most people are not up to date on their boosters, and we need to turn that around as we go into the cold season. Please get boosted. You do not want COVID-19. It's just not worth the risk. Okay, let's get back to the conversation. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with David Russo of Cheeky Charity and hashtag March Your Butt. Talking about butts, people. We're talking yeah. about butts. Uh, but as always, as has been the trend, we're also going to talk about COVID. Um, and there's a kind of a unique... Uh, story here as to why it's now so important, possibly now more than ever. Uh, I know people hate that phrase, but now more than ever, you need to take a butt pic and put it on Instagram <laughs> with the hashtag March Your Butt. Uh, and, that, and there is a tie to COVID. Go for it, David. Yeah. Uh, so COVID, as you know, made a lot of things get canceled throughout the last two years. Uh, appointments, like events, uh, concerts, shows, whatever. Um, but also preventative cancer appointments to get screened. Mm -hmm. So any preventative measures, because the hospitals were so overrun with COVID patients, they just couldn't do it. And as a lot of people listening probably know, just to get the, to put into your head to make the appointment to get screened, just it goes to the back of your head or you neglect it or you just don't, something that you don't think about. So getting them people that, all the people that got their appointments canceled get rescheduled has been quite a conundrum and who knows when's the next time you're going to get to your doctor to talk, for them to talk to you about it so this is particularly apt and it's not just colorectal cancer it's really all cancers so we could throw it out there that if there's anything that anybody listening uh has had an appointment get canceled to just make sure to follow up on that you are 100% right. And that's something that in the broader COVID conversation, people have been kind of like talking about to each other in the public health world, but maybe haven't been uh, communicating out to the public at large. Like you have all missed appointments. Mm -hmm. You have all missed very important appointments that will have a direct impact on your health, whether that's your eye appointments, your dental appointments, your regular physicals, mm -hmm. and no one is out there reminding you to reschedule except for David. Yeah. Wow, David, that's incredible. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that's true. I'm, I'm hoping that that's not true. 
And uh, I am absolutely positive that doctors' offices want you to come back in. So, uh, yeah, just listen to all the messages. And as a, a former marketing manager, like you learn that it takes about seven touches uh, interactions for somebody to actually hear your message. So, if we could be one of those seven, then I'm I'm certainly happy to be. And so, another report affiliated with this—it's not about colorectal, but about breast cancers. The study from a couple years ago to—I don't know when it was recently, but they showed that. Uh, the amount, the percentage of breast cancer diagnoses that were stage one, so like the earliest stage, was 61% before, and now it's down to around 50, I think it's around 50%. So they're finding less stage one. Well, it's assuming that it's the same number of cases, more people are getting diagnosed at a later stage now. And I think a large reason for that is because they, they people weren't going in to get screened. So yeah, it's going to come out like years from now as like... Uh, a secondary cause of death as a result of COVID. Yeah, and I think there's another report that you were sending over to me mm -hmm. as well. So yeah, so a new study just came out this month, well, February last month for colorectal cancer showing that uh, young adults, so people from their 20s to their 30s are showing to have being diagnosed with late stage cancer at a higher rate than they were 20 years ago. So it's, it's starting to grow amongst the younger population, which they don't fully know why. There's some thought that it's related to either obesity or eating certain types of diets. Uh, but the report, the, at least what I read into it, didn't have a, a specific reasoning behind it. So it's just all the more reason why understanding the symptoms and keeping track of it and to get the mentality off of, well, I'm not, 40, I'm not 50 or older, 45 and older, uh, so I don't need to even think about it. It's like, no, like, yeah. I will, I will admit that you said 45 earlier in the conversation and I was like, well, I'm old, but I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> not quite there yet, but you're absolutely right. When you reference the statistics in that report that I am of the age where other people mm -hmm. uh, are experiencing that cancer. And so I do need to be on the mm -hmm. lookout for those symptoms that you Absolutely. Mentioned. And those are notable because you're on that point of people getting it. I mean, it was in the news recently because last year, Chadwick Boseman of the Black Panther actually passed away from colon cancer. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's the thing is that people, I mean, it's sad that it's kind of become so um, common that you're like, oh, somebody died of cancer and it's you don't dig into it or like, I mean, it's yeah, anyway, yeah. For, for whatever reason. Um, yeah. So Chadwick, he got diagnosed before he was 40. I thought, I think he was 43. Uh, I don't know. I watch a lot of armchair. I listen to a lot of armchair expert with Jack, Jack Shepard and there's a fact check at the end. So now as I'm talking, I keep thinking, Oh, that should be fact checked. Oh, okay. Well, uh, if we ever get big enough to have actual fact checkers, <laughs> I will make sure they circle back to you. <laughs> okay. But in any case, there, there you go. Well, okay. So March 1st, bunch of people, uh, ideally post and butts, mm -hmm. occasional famous person. I myself will post something. I'll probably put a, put a <laughs> sticker over mine. Perfect. <laughs> It'll be a really big sticker for me. But <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Not to brag. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, if this is successful, then what does the future look like? You know what I mean? If, 
come on when it's successful this is this is uh uh-huh this is going large this is this is the big times yeah no i am i am confident like we have put so much effort into this so yeah when it's successful we we have some big plans yeah we're gonna expand we're gonna leverage the success to really try to get uh, a major campaign going for 2023 i mean we're hoping for 2022 obviously to make a huge impact and to ideally get people to make appointments to see their doctor. And I know that colonoscopy, uh, colonoscopies and screenings take a long time to get scheduled. So we're not necessarily going to hear the results of this for a while, but I expect to get messages throughout the next few months from people saying, you know, we heard about your campaign, we set up an appointment and we found early stage colon cancer. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's, if we get one of those, then I'm going to feel like all the time and effort has been successful. Yeah, I feel like when you're doing the right thing, you kind of know what the results are going to be. And I like you don't like I don't really need the emails or the DMs. Like I know the work that I'm doing is saving lives mm-hmm. um, and leading to pe- like a better quality of life for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like I, I get that vibe from you. Absolutely. Well, yeah, no, and I don't need the validation for myself, but I do also not want to waste anybody else's time. So like, I wouldn't be asking you to post a photo of your butt if I didn't honestly think that it was relevant and it was going to make an impact. Uh, I mean, in anything I do, it's just so I feel that strongly that this is going to have that positive effect. Well, how can we support? How what 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 do we do? What what do we do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, seriously, the best thing right now, I mean, we're not successful if we don't get people out there posting. So just participate. Uh, you can go to cheekycharity.org slash info. And that's the section of the website that has the how to, uh, the details on how to participate. You could download that P chart and there's, um, Oh, you can go to our, our Instagram site and DM us a photo. If you want us to put the P chart on for you, because I know that it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do. Um, we're working on a photo editor on our website. So you can upload the photo right on the website and there's a little, uh, our hearts, you could just pick the one you want and put it over your butt or anywhere on the photo, really. (laughs) Okay. Now let's say that some people, uh, are not listening on the first of March. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's the second of March or the second of April. Like what can they do to support the movement? That's a great, I mean, anywhere anytime you could post a photo obviously we'd love to have you we'd love to have you participate um i should premise that if you didn't want to post a photo even of the logo or if you don't even have social media we would love to get donations there's a donations portal on the website there's three different options for i mean that's going to go to three different things one is obviously this awareness campaign two is we're hoping to get enough money to fund people that don't have insurance and have our high risk factors or have symptoms of pulling uh, colorectal cancer to get screened and mm. and if we make even more money we can love to support research going into earlier detection methods or ways to reduce the cost of these detection methods so that more people can get them oh my gosh okay i love that yeah. yes thank you i'm i'm, I'm applauding <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, this has been uh, just a really amazing, insightful conversation. I feel like I've I've learned things, um, and you know how much I love that, everybody. Um, one more time, give us that website, give us the hashtag, give us all the information we need to participate uh, in the March Your Butt. 
All right. So yeah, Instagram, uh, Cheeky Charity. Uh, the website is cheekycharity.org. And yeah, I mean, just those are the, that's it. It's that simple. Um, just go on, find yeah. us and, and get involved. And hopefully you'll, you'll, oh wait, there's one more thing I totally forgot to mention oh. um, because it's involved with posting your photo. So a major component to get the movement actually rolling is that when you post your photo to nominate uh, three other people and a celebrity to go next. So it's kind of like the Ice Bucket Challenge meets uh, Movember. So <laughs> Ice Bucket yeah, Challenge, yeah. you know, getting people, you have to nominate your friends. And uh, Movember, you grow a mustache. Here you take a photo of your butt. It's a very important part of going viral with a movement. <laughs> so you got to tell people about it. You got to make people do it. They won't just do it on their own. Yeah, exactly. And and maybe some people will, but uh, the more they're incentivized, the the better chances we have to get this rolling. And it's exponential for how far it'll go if everybody keeps nominating other folks. So, so, so are you participating in this tomorrow, David? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Okay. Do you want to give us a hint? Who are 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 you nominating anybody? What tomorrow? You mean today? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, today. Yes. Um. So, I, who I'm going to be nominating? Well, I know that my sister is going to be one of them. Okay, so you can nominate your family. Yes, absolutely. And I have to. I'll hint at the fact that I have two nephews. She's got two little babies, um, infants, and uh, I have a funny feeling that the photo is going to involve them more than my sister. Um, sure. So you could take photos of, you know, anything. Um, Baby butts, uh, your pet's butts, um, the tree in the backyard, the tree in the backyard that has a little stump that looks like a butt. Like, you know, get creative with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Don't nominate awesome. the tree in your backyard, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David, this has been uh, really, really wonderful. Um, I'm excited to find out who I end up tagging. I'm going to have to give some thought into that. Uh, I suspect that our former co-host, Brendan Phillips, is going to get a tag. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Okay, I, I support that decision. Yes, yes. It'll be really nice to talk to him again. Maybe I'll get him to come back on the podcast and have a conversation with us about it, too. We'll see. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. You've been delightful to talk with. Oh, it's the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thank you, David. Get out there and support Cheeky Charity. Yes. Do it. I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.